Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Created Listening Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Chris Berkheimer, and with me, as always, Luke Lairs. Hey, Luke. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. We've got cool. uh, we've got some people with us today. We're we're gonna be having a little little shindig today, so who knows who will come on? Maybe even some first timers. But uh, with us, uh, returning guest Ian Anderson. Howdy. Hey, hey Ian. Got to dig in my shins. Yeah. Shin digging. We're, <laughs> all right. Yeah. You doing some shin digging? Yeah. Let's have hurts. a shin dig. It hurts. All right. You know, I have a spade for that. If you don't want to, you know, go very deep. Okay. So because a shin shovel can really hurt. Yeah, I know it can. Yeah. So I could get it's just a little, or a shin pickaxe. There's you know. no app. For that. <laughs> There's no app for that. All right, and that voice you just heard, <laughs> returning to the podcast Finally. after years oh, of silence, shush. Meredith McLeod. Hi. Hi. Never silenced. She's been tweeting all the time. That's what oh, she's been busy oh, with. She's only got one tweet. <laughs> she's I got have one, one tweet. tweet, and it was at Chris the first day I got a Twitter. That sounds about right. And speaking of Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at Created Listen. At Luke Laris. At Luke Laris. And you can follow me at C.S. Berkheimer. Ian doesn't, Ian doesn't have a Twitter. I'm kind of surprised. Ian has a YouTube channel. which yes, he does. Uh, which actually, um, if you go and watch his new cat video, I highly recommend it. It's yeah, it's a good, good it's, video. It's one of your best, Ian. Thank you. It's right up there with uh, Password. Thank you. Uh, Password yeah. is one of my other favorites. Yeah. So um, Too much time. Too much time. we are going to be hopefully uh, at least segments one and two. We're hoping will be a little shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to move right into it. This is our show, though, about heroes. And we did have some uh, feedback from people about their favorite heroes. And uh, when you hear this, you'll have a few days to tweet us about your favorite villains. Uh, so we're going to do, you know, the dichotomy, mm-hmm. Luke. Heroes, yeah. villains, it'll be a blast. Uh-huh. And uh, so moving right into our news story. Um we, of course, we're getting ready for summer and big summer movies. In fact, G.I. Joe is about to come out, I think. Although, I don't know. Does anybody care at this table about that? Care. Ian is throwing up. I was excited about it, and then the first one came out. There, Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, if You know what? If you could just edit a movie where you just see Storm Shadow do stuff and Snake yeah. Eyes, <laughs> I'd watch that. I but too. otherwise, I'll pass. Yeah. Um, uh, and just uh, as a note, uh, my wife Bethany is running around. I don't know where she is. And uh, we also have Ian's sister, Birdie, uh, hanging out. Yes, we do. And so she's not on mic right now, but she's here, I promise. So uh, she may come on later. She's we'll drinking see. water, she's too. In the closet. Gulp. She's in the closet. She's with Dustin. Um, <laughs> so um, that's G.I. Joe. And I thought about maybe we could talk about the new Iron Man 3 trailer, but I think all we would do is go, it's so awesome, yeah. I can't wait to see it. It is so, <laughs> so awesome. And, and everyone's seen it, right? Dude, it's yeah. so yeah. awesome. It's, it's, I cannot wait to see it. Uh, yeah. And so that's the Iron Man 3 trailer. Sweet. <laughs> so, I love it because they didn't reveal too much. It was like a good teaser, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they may have shown a little too much at the end there. I don't know. I geeked I out. Yeah. So. Spoiler alert in case you don't watch trailers, but I geeked out when I saw all the Iron Man suits, but then I was like, yes. but what? then what's going to happen? But then I thought, of course, they'll fight stuff, so yeah, yeah. I'm good with that. There was like um, two seconds where there was a giant suit. Oh, yeah. Like a that was, yeah. that uh, actually, was like, here's, here's the nerd, here's the nerd coming out from the depths. That is a Hulkbuster Iron Man suit Dude, designed to fight the Hulk. I thought it looked what? exactly yeah. like the Hulk. That's, uh, there's an Iron Man suit called a Hulkbuster, and that's wow. what that was. Holy that's impressive. That's, cool. that's amazing. Yeah. Just, just uh, a little snippet of a nerd nugget, a nerd, nerd nugget from drop me. it into your land. <laughs> just drop it into a not toilet. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> you nugget joke. Ian, you were miming toilet, so what could I do? Yeah. 
Um, so the trailer we want to talk about, though, as our news story today, is the Wolverine trailer. Mm-hmm. Because I, as I've told everyone here, and now I'm going to tell the world, I have a love-hate relationship with that trailer immediately so after seeing it. Um, if you haven't watched it, it's up online everywhere. Um, so that's my first impression. It's kind of a love-hate. So I'd like to hear, Ian, same same thing? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Love-hate. Luke? Um, yeah, I've got to say love-hate. Okay. And Meredith? Love-hate. Okay. Love-hate. Um, and I don't know about y'all, but for me, I loved the World War II stuff. It- uh, some of the action scenes where it was just uh, more simplistic, just swinging claws at yeah. swords type stuff. Yeah. Um, who doesn't love that? But I the hated train the train scene. Dude. Uh, anything that looked too Michael Bay style or just, you know, G.I. Joe type yeah, action no, scenes. Yeah, that's what me most. Yeah, I was like, that's overkill. Um, and the original story is, it's not as... It's not a slow, meditative story, but at the same time, when there's not action, it is meditative. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and you can tell in the trailer, it's about like, what if Wolverine started losing his healing powers? Mm-hmm. Um, and what's interesting there is he's got what about a thousand pounds of adamantium on his skeleton. Yeah. So, yeah, because uh, I believe adamantium is very dense. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think he would just collapse into a blob if uh, if his bone structure wasn't constantly. Oh, you're right. Yeah, have you thought about that before? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those are some of my thoughts. Do you guys have anything? I mean, Luke, you said you kind of liked the train. Yeah, I kind of like it. It was pretty cool at the end where, yeah. the, where he came flying forward. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> digging it. No. Yeah. No. Meredith, what do you think? I just have a feeling they're going to turn it into one of those movies. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, Meredith's I'm facing the mic, the mic now. No. Hi. Yeah. Hi, Mike. Um... They're just going to turn it into one of those movies, and it has the potential to be an awesome yeah. action movie without them trying too hard. And then yeah. that was them trying to be modern-day <laughs> That's a good cinema. point. That's a good point. I have a, con- I have a confession. Yes. Uh, that train scene reminded me, kind of made me think of the uh, uh, Captain America train scene. Mm. Um, but it's not on her. the side of a mountain and really cool. Anyways, I was in the theater. so cool. I was in the theater. With a buddy, and we were watching Captain America for the first time, and I fell asleep at the climax of the movie. Wow. So it, it takes a lot to keep me into things. And okay. if it's worse than the Captain America one, okay. I'm, I'm going to fall asleep. Did you not like the Captain America movie? It is my favorite Stop. pre-Avengers okay. movie. I love it. It was amazing. It was, I love it. It was <laughs> different. Okay. Um, it was we'll we'll so talk good. a bit I'd, about that more later, I have a feeling. Okay, I'd watch it again. Yeah. There you go. Do you not like the history kind of stuff? You're just like, give me the Transformers action scenes? No. Like, Are you no goody with your brainy? <laughs> 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 All right. Thank you for that fart noise. Um, what was my favorite? Yeah, uh, back to Wolverine, though. I, I'm afraid they might try and put too much style in there when I think if they went with a more minimalist, like, samurai approach, you know, I think it would be much better. Classic. Um, so I'm hoping we at least get a few scenes of that. That is my hope. So It we looks will like see. there would be a couple. I, I think there the will trailer. be. Um, like, there was a scene where it looks like he's in a house just fighting a guy with and a that sword giant and stuff. Samurai yeah, suit, the, dude. Yeah, um, that's that the looks cool. that's the silver samurai who's in the original story. Um, who is uh, he? I don't know if they're going to make him a mutant or not in this story. Uh, what they're going to do with him? Because uh, they always kind of mess with characters' back histories. My money's on mutant. Mutant. Yeah. Um, so 
That is the Wolverine trailer, and we're going to do a quick segment, too, after this. And actually, its uh, I've been telling Luke, I've been gearing up for this. I want to give a State of the Media address oh. in the same way the president gives a State of the Union address <laughs> because I feel like we have plenty of um, plenty to talk about in the media, but I want to sum up some things and just give an overall analysis. So I don't know. It could be a wonderful experiment or a terrible one. And – Everybody's fascinated right now because Meredith is sign languaging in a mirror to her best friend Becca, <laughs> and uh, Becca's amazing at sign language. I'll give her that. So she's got some skills. She's got skills. All I know how to say in sign language is "you poop now." That's all I know I how to say. You that. Yes. And see, Ian's signing me. I don't know what it means. So we're gonna we're gonna keep signing, but since we can't record that, we'll come back with segment two. So see y'all then. is segment two and i'm gonna try and keep this one quick but you know it could just be it could be wild um on this segment with me chris berkheimer is luke laris hey chris and meredith mcleod ian stepped out for a minute and um what i want to do is give just a quick state of the media address and i know that sounds a little pretentious but it just comes out of the idea i want to one day have an episode where i talk to fans of all sorts of ages and uh, talk to them about what it was like before we had a superhero movie every summer and before <laughs> Christopher Nolan started making movies and and just talk about um, is, is fandom becoming a huge thing that it's a monster we don't want or is it a monster that we should love and embrace so um, I'll explain that more as I start so <clears throat> y'all ready this could change lives my state of the meeting address we're ready. Okay. I'm, I'm buckled in. I'm prepared. Yeah, Luke doesn't even have to pay attention. Yeah, well, we can just sit here and let Chris do well, what he does best. Let me awesome. let me start with... Yeah. <laughs> Chris likes to talk. Let me start with one of, uh, one of my favorite areas of media to talk about, uh, something near and dear to my heart, which is comic books. Um, if you like comics, then you should know... Because this is one of the most obvious things. We are in really a second golden age of comics. Yes, we are. Um, Just as far as especially what digital media is doing for comic books, but as well as um, it's so easy for two guys to sit down and make a comic and make it available to the world now. Um, And not only that, art has evolved since the 90s um, into – there's just a lot of different schools of thought. And um, I've been reading lots of free comics I find online, but not only that – Um, it's just a great time to read like Thor is amazing right now Uh, I've never really read the Hulk before but I'm loving it Batman of course is at an all time high it's just a character Um, so along with that though it's with digital downloads and um, sending stuff straight to the masses is music Uh, you guys may know that the middleman is being cut out which are record companies Mm -hmm. people uh, for example Radiohead is making albums in their studio and selling them online for whatever you want to pay. Mm-hmm. And they're making almost all their money on tours anyways. So um, it's kind of an interesting time for artists. If you can make a name for yourself like Radiohead, um, then they can cut out all that stuff now. 
thanks to the advent of the internet. Um, and just to let people know, part of this, why I want to do this too, is I read a comic the other day that's available for free online called The Private Eye. Um, and it's got about a PG-13 age rating um, that's all about a society where the internet is no longer used. And that's because the cloud of information that stored everything burst open, per se. And Luke, you'd find this interesting. So basically, for 40 days, you could read any personal emails people thought they deleted and uh, search engine stuff and anything. Um, Facebook messages that said, I hate my boss and got them fired. So they stopped using the internet. And the paparazzi became some of the most hated people on earth. You know um, what that sounds like? Yeah. That sounds like anonymous right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the hacking that goes yeah. on and the information. And so in this, in, in this society, people wear masks outside. They don't want their photo taken. Um, people don't use iPhones anymore and Wi-Fi and everything. It's all gone. And um, it just got me thinking about, you know, the only threat we really have is to um, – the diehard fans, I would say, the people who are looking for quality in their content. But I think even there, we're protected by the amount of content that's just out there. Because if you like a real specific type type of music, you no longer have to go to a record store and wait, you know, ten days to get that album shipped to you. Mm-hmm. You can find it online. Right. Um, you can find it on a YouTube channel. Um, it, the only area I think of major media that I think is suffering besides newspapers and magazines, which are going digital, so they're fine. Um, I was telling Luke today, I was watching a video introduction to a book, to an ebook today. <laughs> and the author said, Thank or congratulations on your purchase of my new ebook, or as they call it in the future, a book. <laughs> and um, it just got me kind of thinking about there is. Um, we may be suffering a little bit on that, but it just means print is dying. And to be honest, I think we knew that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, newspapers don't sell what they do. Magazines don't. And even even um, you know the New York Times and the LA Times, they're online mm-hmm. um, for subscription. And Kindles so, and stuff like that. Yeah, Kindles, crazy. iPads. Um, paper has become a tablet. And uh, what I find interesting, too, is that um, – actually – an area of detriment, I would say, is that I think maybe the quality of writing, especially novels, is maybe going to suffer the most because it's so easy to text and tweet and use uh, leet and lingo and slang, whatever you want to call it, um, instead of writing something grammatically correct. Um, Do I think there will always be people that want to stick to pen and pad and are amazing grammarians? Yes, I do. But will the hyper-creative people be strict when it comes to the way they write and edit novels? I think that's going to suffer. Um, And some of your, for example, Mark Twain, um, super creative, and he knew his stuff when it came to just how to put a sentence together. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the Mark Twains of the future will not know their sentence structure as well, will not know how to create a paragraph as well. Um, or uh, they will tell solid stories, but the way they piece them together is going to be something different, in my opinion. Um, but I, that's only a threat. It could I could be wrong, but I think that's one of our most threatened areas. Um, to go against that, though, well, just to say some areas, though, that are getting major boosts are definitely television and movies. Especially TV. I think TV is is better than film right now, especially mm-hmm. TV comedies. 
Um, I have not seen a movie in a long time that makes me laugh as hard as Parks and Rec or Community um, or did I get more enjoyment out of. And they build those characters over time, and I, that's what I appreciate. Well, they last longer. Um, and they last longer, but you think about, like, uh, Steve Carell's new movie just came out, Burt Wonderstone. Did anybody see it? No. Did anybody I care? Even heard okay. Yes, you even heard of it. Hold on. Did you Will, watch the trailer? That's perfectly good reason yeah, not to watch and, it. Well, and think about what's Will Ferrell's, like, last five movies. Nothing special that's going to stick around. I think the only major comedy in the past few years that's something that people say, like, oh, this is going to be a classic comedy is The Hangover. Well, um, and and that's a hard R, whereas something like Parks and Rec, you know, you can show that to a teenager, and there's not going to be anything offensive. Yeah, Luke. Well, um, I wanted to mention there was a movie called Ted that came out. Uh, yeah. fairly recently. Yeah, that that's was, true. That was a big hit. Well, and see, Ted though had to do something different, which was a talking CGI bear. You know, which sounds lame. Which sounds lame. I think um, really where we're getting major breakthroughs in film is in animation and really the stuff that's for kids, but adults love it too. Yes. Mm. Um, Wreck-It Ralph, Rise of the Guardians, and then everything Pixar has done. Yeah. How to Train Your Dragon. Um, that was so, works. But there's also um, indie films are easier to distribute. You can buy an indie film for five to, five bucks to download online. Yeah. Um, it's cheaper to buy a quality camera and quality sound equipment. Um Netflix and, is pulling them out more too. Well, and, and Netflix is creating um, uh, their own shows. They just did House of Cards. Arrested Development is a mm-hmm. show that they're producing now. And so I think really we're kind of in a golden sweet spot. Uh, you think about I, – I was just saying this earlier. <clears throat> you know, you think about my brother is uh, in his early 30s mm-hmm. when he was a kid – he, I know he loved Batman and like you know games like Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. But he would never imagine like really good movies of that, except for like the Tim Burton Batman stuff. But just from what he's seen to now, and what I've seen to now of the growth of just like geek culture, it's been pretty astonishing. Yeah. The the worry is they're going to oversaturate us and we'll get tired of it. Like for example, westerns. In the seventies, westerns were everywhere. Yeah. Um, it may disappear on us, but at the same time, they still make westerns. They do, um, and they're widely received. They're but widely they're received. Yeah. Few and far between. Yeah. Well, like but, the last one that came out was like three ten to Yuma. It was the last one of the last major ones I can think of. What about the recent uh, Quentin Tarantino movie? Yeah, Django. 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 Yeah. That's true, and it, it it's a western black exploitation. But um, people didn't go see it because it was a western. They went to go see it because it was Tarantino. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but still, Western nonetheless. That's true. Well, you're, you're saying saturation of things. You're not. But when you use the Western as, as an example, that was a specific category. The no, but it was. But it was what everyone. I'm talking did. about geek culture, though. I'm talking about superhero movies, yes, uh, the sci-fi spinoffs. You know. Yeah, but that's variation. And yeah. Stuff. So you know, it's not just solid Western all the time. That's true. That's yeah. true. I'm just saying, right now, we're in, definitely in a big superhero swing. Yeah. And I think we, I think it may go the way of the Western of uh, people start to get tired of it, mm-hmm. and only the diehards will still be watching. Plus, you can only make um, so many Iron Mans before. Yeah, exactly. And um, you have to reboot it. And um, people do not take well to new characters. You have to think about every character we've seen on a, a big screen in the movie theater with a major superhero. That hero's been around at least since the '60s or '70s. Yeah, you know, the 1960s or '70s. We're we're already in the in the teens of the two thousands, you mm-hmm. know. 
1990 was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, so, but along with that internet, I wanted to mention podcasts. Yeah. Um, there's there's a niche market for everyone out there, and people are learning. Um, it's not just sports anymore. Basically, fans are connecting over everything. But the problem is, for example, Comic Con sold a record amount of tickets and sold out quicker than they ever have before, right? Yeah. Um, it's all nerds. And Well, is it all nerds? Because well, no. you have to think about Twilight was there one year, uh-huh. or was there a few years, and you only had Twihards show up to those one days, oh, but they stop. bought tickets. No, they don't have a name. They do. It's called Twihards. <laughs> That's disgusting. Okay, it is disgusting. But you got to think about, um, are we going to start to hate the things we love if they become too popular? Are we going to become those music fans that say, I liked them back when they were doing their old stuff, not the new stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is that what's going to happen to us? Well, yeah, we are all turning into hipsters. So well, are maybe. we turning hipsters? See, but hipsters also love the retro of, um, for example, like cassette tapes. Yeah. I, I'm i not going to listen to a band on a cassette tape. Dude, no, my car only you know? has cassette tapes, okay? <laughs> but you still own an iPhone where you keep music. Yeah. Right? Um you know, there there's something to be said about um, there's a divide between the retro and the technological geeks, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, some want to keep their antiquated technology, and some want faster, better, as quick as they can. And some want both. Some want yeah. the new iPhone and a cassette tape. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm not like a hard science guy, but I do love fantasy stories um, you know, weird things, whatever you want to call it. And I think right now we're in an era of it where we should just soak it all in. The only main things I'm worried about in the next few years is just being too distracted with how many things that I'm like, I love this, I love that. You know, I, video games, for example, I'm trying to beat Tomb Raider so I can hurry up and play Bioshock, the new Bioshock. <laughs> you know, like, that's a problem I have right now. Um, there's dude, too many good video games. Dude, that's my problem, too. I have a Steam library yeah. stuffed with video games. Yeah, Luke, you're I- always telling me, I own that game. I haven't played it yet, but I own it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, we're and in indie game creators, you know, there's there's so many of them out there. Yeah, guys are making amazing games by themselves in their basements right now. Um, and then they they get them on places like the Humble Bundle, where yep. you pay what you want yeah. and you get and they become games. millionaires overnight. Yeah, it's much. it's amazing. Um, so it, it's a great time to be the type of nerds we are. I would say. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not worried too much about that dissipating, but I think there will be just as much change in us as there are in the things around us. Um, for the biggest example I can think of is Star Wars. That was my toe, Luke. Okay. Um, in Star Wars, the, all the <laughs> it was not footsies. I was clicking my toe on the carpet, um, <laughs> like double jointed pops, you know. Um, Star Wars. The old fans love the old movies, but their kids yeah. love the new movies. Yes. And I'll be the first to admit, maybe I'm biased because they're the newer movies, but all I know is, is episodes one and two especially are two of the worst movies I've ever seen. You know? Um, I love Star Wars. But how much of that is me coming out and how much of that is the movie? That's I don't know. True. I'm willing to accept the criticism on there. So that is my state of the media address. Wrap To wrap things up, Things are good for We are for definitely nerds. in a golden um, age. We're, we're in a golden age. Um, we need to hold on to 
uh, maybe not print as much, but just the written word mm-hmm. um, and and value the power of words. But man, there's some great TV out there, yes. you know. Um, so that is my state of the media address, and we will see you guys in segment three with our favorite heroes. Welcome to segment three of episode 12. Is that right? Or are we yes, 11? 12. All right. Sure. Thank you, Luke. We thank episode 12 of the Created Listening podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Created Listen. And uh, I am one of your hosts, of course, Chris Berkheimer. And uh, Luke Laris is here. Hey. And we have Ian Anderson. Ah, sup, Ian. We have Hello. Meredith McLeod. Present. And we have someone who's never been on the podcast before. Yay. Please welcome. Do you want? Do you want to go by Birdie? Yes. All right, Birdie Anderson. Yes. Hi. Uh, Birdie is Ian's older sister. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and together they are two of the biggest Avatar the Last Airbender fans I know. Hooray! Yeah. Um, Legend of we'll have them on. To, yeah, we'll talk about Legend of Korra when it comes back. On Please. So this is this is our heroes episode. So we're going to talk about heroes, but first tradition, Birdie needs to do her Fab Five real quick. Yes. So Birdie, without further ado, your Fab Five. I will try to go as fast as I can. You don't have to speed through, but oh, you know, okay. yeah. We we just tell us why there are. Tell us why there are. Okay. 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 So my favorite book, or actually my favorite author right now, is Rick Warden of the Lightning Thief series mm-hmm. and Kane Chronicles. Yep. I love that guy because he gets kids that. Don't read. To read. Kind of like what Harry Potter did. And he also did. teaches through it. Yes. Yep. And it's like the most, like, he's so creative and just, I love it. Everything about his writing is just genius. Um, big plus, I love all of the stuff involving Percy Jackson that he's done. Big minus, The Kane Chronicles was terrible. Amen. It is? I yeah. did I not. I read the first one and I thought it was great. I no. didn't like it. Meredith didn't like it either, apparently. Um, Have you read all of them? Just the first book, but did not enjoy oh, it. Oh man! I, I, to be honest, I listened to it on the audiobook, so that may have affected a little. But still, I was pretty. I was gonna say because it was kind of confusing. It was if you pretty weren't confusing. Read- okay, and, and also I know my sense. Greek mythology much more than Egyptology, so that may have affected. Oh, Percy okay. Jackson got me through the mythology segment of my English and fine arts class. Oh, man, <laughs> um, dude, me too. The the newer <laughs> Percy Jackson books are out. They're and great. I haven't read Mark of Athena yet, but I've read the first two, and they're pretty Lost good. Lost Hero? Yeah, Lost Hero favorite. and Son of Neptune is it's the other my one. It's my favorite. Uh, and Bethany's a big so fan good. of those. All right. Uh, have good. you read the other books he's done? You know he's done some other books? Um, no, I have not. I'm, a little, I'm behind in my reading. Gotcha. Me too. It's called School. All right. So that's one is Rick Riordan, oh. who lives in San Antonio, so you could meet him show. easily. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Field trip, guys. Didn't. Let's take the podcast there. Like, hello. If we interviewed him, that'd be awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right, so who's, who's next? I was about to say that, but then I was like, or no, what's no, next? We don't okay, know what, what's so now next? I'm going to do my favorite. Back oh, up. we're doing uh, her Fat Five. Her Fat Five, Sorry. yeah. Okay, yeah. that was the first one yep. recorded. And then my favorite band right now is The Killers. Hmm. They released their newest CD, and it's awesome. Great. It's so good. And like, what I especially love about them is their singer, Brandon Flowers. Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I could go on about him. Did you know he's a very devout Jehovah's Witness? 
Like, or is it Mormon? He's Mormon. It's Mormon. Yeah. Were the killers the one that made the song "Are We Human"? Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that song. Oh. Very. All right, Luke <laughs> approves. Wow. Uh, the Laris approval. They've been oh. around a long time, too. They're, oh, he's so good. Yeah. He's going to play. I have not heard any of their stuff in the past five years, though, I think. <laughs> Dude, it's well, that good. means you listen to Hot Fuzz. Their newest album, <laughs> Battleborn, yeah. is so good. Okay. Like, it's impressive. They haven't lost it. It's pretty, it's pretty niche. Like, All right. What's next? Okay. Um, then my favorite website. Uh-huh. It's kind of a tie between BuzzFeed and DeviantArt. Mm. Which I have a problem. Luke hates both of no, those. Yeah. I, I happen to know. He hates both of those I websites. I love them so much. I'm so okay. sorry. I have a well, DeviantArt, Art, I actually kind of like. Okay, thank you. Yes, I was about to ask. But BuzzFeed, they have a few good articles. A DeviantArt okay. kind of to me is like YouTube. If you know the stuff mm. to go to, it's oh, great. If yeah. you Definitely. don't, there's some it's really good oh, stuff. Yeah, like Reddit. No, it's, like Reddit. It's, yeah. If you like don't Reddit, know, yeah. like, okay, Reddit. you can watch people on it. Like, like a little watch button. You can watch artists. If you watch, like, the really good, like, awesome artists, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. I could be on there um, for hours. One of my Actually, favorite things is I found uh, <laughs> somebody did the Mark of Cthulhu, the, the story, uh, but with Dr. Seuss drawings. So yes. it's like this... Macabre horror story with Dr. Seuss drawings. That is Pretty awesome. Cool. It was great. Amazing. Um, what was the was the DeviantArt or BuzzFeed? Yeah, well, she, you, she oh, I'd say DeviantArt. Okay. I spend more time on DeviantArt. But I, BuzzFeed is pretty. I think Luke and I both have quit BuzzFeed, and I like Geek Tyrant. Um, do you think, still go on BuzzFeed? Think Luke? Geek no, is I, really good I never too. went on I BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Think Geek's okay. I like thinking. Nerd Machine's okay, which is Zachary Levi of Chuck. Um, and Sparknotes. I love Chuck. I, I don't that. depend on one site for all my. I, right. I just go into something like Dig, for example. Right, that's a, that's a good site to dig. Yeah, dig. D i g g. You never heard of Dig? Down. No, I haven't uh, either. Well, it got. A it's really been around great, a long time. Yeah, but recently oh. it got a really great makeover, and it's uh, just awesome. Oh, now. Okay. gotcha. So there you yeah. go. Those deals. Dig that. Yes. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> all right. Stop What's right next, Birdie? Okay, then I'm gonna have my favorite movie. And Shin dig, oh my god! Yeah, call yeah, back. We sh- we sh- Shin dug that. Shin what? dug it. Dig yes, digging. Dig. It's a joke from earlier. What's happening? All right, okay. go ahead. What's next? Okay, my favorite movie fluctuates, but it's The Hobbit right now. Uh-huh. It's beautiful, brilliant, and beautiful, mm-hmm. and pretty great. Which leads me to my favorite director, which is Peter Jackson, tied really? with Christopher Nolan. <laughs> tied with Chris. Because I love Christopher Nolan. Between those two, I'm going Nolan all, Nolan all the way. Because if Jackson doesn't have a property with um, Lord of the Rings tied into it, it seems like his quality just suffers. Hmm. Some of his older movies are pretty interesting, uh, but after he tried to do some movies like King Kong and uh, what was it? Oh, God. The I one, didn't watch the that. Where, the one where Sorcy <laughs> no, Ronan died. I didn't. He did. Those were not that impressive. I haven't seen okay. any of his other movies. So, yeah. 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 Well, I'm not really worth your fan, time. So. Okay. Now, Christopher Nolan... Is has not movie. made a bad film. Yeah, Inception really. and Prestige, oh, so yeah. good. Inception is awesome. Oh, Inception is a, Christian a Bale. Modern, <laughs> modern sci-fi classic, in my opinion. Definitely. Um, yeah. All right. Those are good choices. Those are yeah. really good choices. Everyone approves, Same except for except for that you had this or that on a few of them. But you I'm know, sorry, <laughs> we'll forgive you. Bethany's leaving to go get chicken. Bye, Bethany. Bye, Bethany. Bye, Bethany. Bye, Bethany. Bye, Bethany. I can't find we him. Luke is now 
flaming mad. That, wait, oh, I thought you were going to be mad that we all said bye. No, yeah, okay. she waved at you for like I know. 10 seconds. You didn't wave back. <laughs> I have my elbows folded. I'm oh. I'm in my set position. All I'm allowed to move is my head and my feet. Yeah, oh, okay. That's cool. Um, As Luke found out, I like to play footsie while we Meredith called it. I'm like, but it was footsie with you because you were looking for my foot. I was feeling right. kind okay. of awkward and like third wheelish. Well, um, those of you listening on the podcast, that was Birdie's Fab Five. Wow. Well, so, sister. Be grateful. Thank you. And um, now, that's so cute. And uh, way to go, sister. Proud of him. Proud, <laughs> proud of him. Oh, God. So, now, without further ado, we are going to have our big hero discussion yes. of our favorite heroes. And so, um, I think actually, um, should I go first? I think you should go Ian, first. Ian, are you ready I'm to gonna, go second? Uh, Meredith needs to go first, actually, looking around the table. Okay. She Dang has it, to go first. She's got notes. Mine. Meredith, just pick one that you know is locked in. Okay, can we go one by one then? I yeah, we're change. going one by one. Oh. oh we're going sweet. one at a time. That helps so, Meredith, remember awesome. to talk to the I'm sorry. I was talking to Chris in that one instance, <laughs> and I can't talk to people without looking. She's complaining. Talk to the sock cover mic. Talk to the mic. I'm talking to this. All right, so we're going to do one at a time, and we're each doing three heroes. And it's not just superheroes. You can do any type of hero to you. Um, Real person, fictional person, hero from a book, a movie, a franchise, um, even a song, if there's someone. Yeah. I didn't even Uh, think about books. We're going (laughs) to... Oh Meredith slap herself. It's okay. We'll. Oh, Meredith, we'd be here all day. We'll we'll come oh, back and do day. an honorable mentions short episode or something like that. <laughs> so, Meredith, you have to go first, though. So, who is the hero you're starting with in no particular order? Okay, I'm going to start with the hero of time, Zelda. Uh, darn you. I'm Zelda sorry, or Link? Link? Oh, Link. I'm sorry. All right, I'm sorry. All right, That's the first time it. I've ever done that. Yep. <laughs> okay, but I was you're thinking forgiven. of Zelda. Nerds yes. are raging. I know, that's embarrassing, we you guys. Can you cut that out? <laughs> Keep it. No, just yeah. edit it out. All right. okay, Why okay. did you choose Link? Because that is my favorite video game like franchise ever. Okay, sock-covered microphone, sorry. We're, pointing at, we're pointing at the mic. I'm really bad at this. Just look at this. this. Jingle keys Stop over the microphone. I feel oh like my gosh. <laughs> okay, so anyways, yes, Link is my favorite hero because... He gets to kill zombies and cut grass and mm-hmm. go on epic quests. Yeah. And chickens. he doesn't get mad when you kill him like 97 <laughs> times in a row in the same stupid fire temple. I like okay. how... The this water is temple in- was the hardest... I hate water levels. Everybody hates water Let's water just levels. have a moment and talk about how much water levels okay. suck. They are the hardest Mario, What the heck? I like Mario Dude. water levels. They're the hardest. I love the music. Okay, the music's pretty good. <laughs> okay. Meredith, it's interesting to me that you base your liking of Link, so, and I'm not saying this bad, but somewhat around the way you play the game. Because Link I, himself does not too. talk. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so when you first said Link, I was like, boring. But then you're talking about how like he doesn't get mad at you. So you like have a relationship. You have feelings <laughs> I with do. I have feelings with Link because... <laughs> Like me and Shell. Yeah, exactly. Nice Luke and Shell. No, yes. I just, I just love it because you get to like. He never talks, but he's your little buddy. Yeah. And I mean, and the, I'll give you this: you've played through a lot amazing. of adventures with him. Yes. So you're attached you grow to attached. Him. You grow attached. You grow so attached to him. And yeah. you know what? If and he talked, I probably wouldn't like it because I hate Navi. Mm. Most she of the time, talks I enough. Just, yeah, she's, she hey, does all the talking. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. hey. And I'm just like, okay. So the fact that he doesn't talk makes him even more endearing because then he's just. <laughs> That's interesting. Then he's just so, awesome. 
Um, do do we like talking Mario or not talking Mario? Mm. Y'all prefer like Mario talks. There's there's versions where Mario talks. Oh yeah. Honestly, I would say not talking. I see because I kind of prefer silent Mario. Mario needs to stay the dumb plumber. He needs to stay. (laughs) Okay, he's dumb. (laughs) I permit. Hey, he may be dumb, but he's awesome. Yeah, he is awesome. He's awesome. I guess he went to the Mushroom Kingdom. You ever think about that? (laughs) Yeah, there's. I'm in the Mushroom Kingdom after jumping down these pipes. When he jumps and he like hits stuff. All this time, I thought he was hitting it with his head. He has He's his using fist. his fist. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. You learned that on the internet. Yep. No. Was BuzzFeed. Little, yeah, BuzzFeed. It was a BuzzFeed yeah, article, I remember. I wrote that uh, I, I that one too. I got you on that one. All right, it is my turn. So, the first hero I'm going to start off with is, ooh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with this one. Um, no particular order, Finn. From Adventure Time. Oh my gosh! Is one of mine. Did I take one of yours, Ian? You both just took like. I use yes. We took Finn. We can Finn. I have to start over. Can you stop with the Adventure Time? I no, he can't. I cannot. And here's why I picked Finn. When I thought about here's here's what I want in a hero: someone who is willing to lay themselves on the line for others. Someone who's willing to make a sacrifice. Someone who's willing to help others in need and protect the innocent. <laughs> Finn does that to a fault. Passionate. Without Jake, Finn would be dead because Finn would be running around all the time yep. trying to save people. And I love that about Finn. He he not only tries to defeat monsters and go on adventures and protect like anything he finds cute, but he <laughs> also, like, there's one of my favorite episodes is Donnie, the grass monster, Grass yeah, monster. Yeah, and Finn rehabilitates this grass monster and tries to make him a nice person. And mm-hmm. he actually finds out that's a bad idea later. Like Gollum. But, yes, like Gollum. He finds out that's a bad idea. But still, I love the thought of, like, that's how heroic Jake is. Is he's going to try and help a grass ogre into not being a jerk. So that is one of mine. Finn. Yeah. That's it. Jake. Okay. I, Jake is my favorite character from that show, but Finn is more a hero. So... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Ian. I think I stole one of yours. My heart's broken. <laughs> and it is Ian's turn. Okay. So, Ian, do you want to just, yeah, I just jump go. off of I that got, and talk I about Finn? Uh, n- no. Okay. I'm going to talk about somebody else. Somebody else. Oh, Dear to my heart. Yes. Who are we talking about? He is a mute as well. Doesn't okay. say a word. Doesn't say a word? Doesn't say a word. He carries around a crowbar everywhere oh, he goes. Oh, uh, Gordon he murders. Gordon no. Freeman. Gordon Ed Freeman. Yes, it's Gordon. Gordon <laughs> Freeman I alert. I called I, it. I, I, no, I'm just going to say Gordon uh, Freeman in my uh, upcoming list. My awesome yeah. list. You know, yep. he's just you know, perfect heroes. As yeah, a, okay. Why if, did you pick him? Because Luke and I were talking about him earlier. He's boring. I know he is. Okay, here, what? here's the thing. Barney is what? a better hero to me. Yeah. Stop. That's Barney. And Dog is the best character in that game. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> go ahead, Ian. Go ahead, Ian. Don't know why you're. I'm gonna I'm gonna go by the same approach that uh, Meredith did. Mm-hmm. It's because I got to create his character. Mm. I got to create how he thought mm. and what he did. Is he, a, is he a sniper or is he a brawler? Is he no, a lover he, or is he a fighter? Does he kill yeah. the innocent doctors running around or does he <laughs> No, them? always does kill the innocent doctors. Does that make narcissistic? Because yeah, we're, like, just... we're like, I like the characters because they're like me. Okay, <laughs> they can I'm be talking right now. That is right. exactly who I am. <laughs> Wait. Um, yes, so yes, because I, I attached to... Okay, watching my brother play this game when I was little was elating... For one, and then once I got the controls mm-hmm. in my little fingers, yeah, it became a new experience, and I have not forgot about him. I don't think I will. Wait, right, so, can I say something? Right, so Ian starts. You're, you're just say it real quick. You stole it really quick. He goes from like a scientist engineer 
to like a BA fighter with a crowbar. What do you? He's like the coolest guy. Yeah, ever. no, he was a guinea pig, and everybody's like, he oh was like, goodness. He was just yeah. like a little like scientist, and then all these zombies start popping up, and he like. He's forced. He's forced to become a hero. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I can see that. You really can't choose whether he's a brawler or a sniper in the game because well, the game true. kind of forces you to be. Yeah, it, it is very situational. Nope. But you can nope. go around murdering people all you want. Yeah. That's true. Bar. Yeah, or you can be an idiot that just tries to run up walls you can never jump over. You know, that's cool. Oh wait a minute! All right, Luke, we're we're moving on okay. in. Okay. So Luke, uh, it is your turn. All right. Um, let's see. Meat Boy from Super Meat Boy. Oh, really? Yes. Good one. <laughs> Holy cow. Because good one. Tell us why. He's a blob of meat that jumps around. <laughs> and no matter how, how many times you brutally murder him and mutilate him and all the different saws and levels mm-hmm. and stuff, he just he keeps going. He keeps on sticking to walls and leaving blood <laughs> everywhere. And, oh. yeah. Absolutely so, favorite part of that game is when... <laughs> you reload as Meat Boy, and you see all of the failed attempts of the level. Yes. Oh, at the so same good. time, the ghost exploding. So I've heard about that. Actually, it's, it is awesome. so much fun. So, what Luke, what you admire though, is he's never going to give up. Nope, yes. ever. Exactly. Meat Boy that's will never one. give up. That's, that's a very that's good it. One. I like Did the to rescue his bandaged girlfriend. Oh, is that what you're trying to do? That's super cute. Yes, because yeah. you know he's he, so she she completes him because she's a bandage and he's a big blob of meat. Ah, that works out. Yeah. All right. All right, good choice, Luke. So uh, it is now Birdie's turn. Okay, I have a less lesser known character uh-huh. who is like my hero. His name is Drizzt Duerndon, and he's a dark elf slash drow from. Wait, is he from the Forgotten Realms book series? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Forgotten Realms. What's the That's author's part name? Of Dungeons of Dragons. Yeah. Um, Arya Salvatore. Yeah. Arya Salvatore. Huge fan. Like, the character is amazing because, like, Drizzt comes from, like, a society that's, like, extremely corrupt. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're like, how can you be a good person in, like, that kind of society? And then Drizzt's born and he, um, I don't know, like, he's just so pure. <laughs> it's like everyone's, like, all evil. And he's like, no, I'm not going to kill anybody. And his mom's like, kill people. And he's like, no. <laughs> and he, like, oh goes God. on That's an interesting childhood. Your mom's like, go out and kill some people, sweetheart. <laughs> exactly. I don't want him, Mom. No, Mommy. And, like, they're not allowed to look up until, like, they're I the wish age, you all were like, alive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Um, like, how hardcore it is, is, like, males, like, are lesser than females. Like, females are in high authority, which is awful. Because yeah. females are jerks. And um, he uh, can't look up until, like, age 16. And then if you don't, like, do what they say, they just, like, beat you to death and then heal you and beat you again. Like, it's awful. Wow. Hey. But he, like, comes from it, like, good and, like, big So he kind of comes from the bad Spartan society almost. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yes. All right. So yes. Drizzt the Dark Elf. Mm-hmm. Right. Or the Drow. Or the Drow. I've, you know what? And I, he has a pet The more panther. you talk about this, the more connections I'm making to other things of, like, okay, so they were refor- referring to that character. Because he's a big character, like... To Dungeons and Dragons people, mm-hmm. yeah, like, he's, no, he's huge. He's their rock star. I didn't know if you guys knew D and D. I've heard of um, all this. Awesome. Okay, I do my homework. All right, <laughs> so next, Meredith, your Hi. second hero. What you got? Okay, this one is kind of laughable, but Horatio Kane from CSI Miami. Because if I was ever murdered... Meredith, you're never welcome on this podcast again. (laughs) If I was ever murdered, I would want him to solve the game. Oh my my gosh. gosh. I love you so much for that. You just want it in a cheese ball way. Moving on. Okay, when I was little, I wasn't allowed to watch Disney Channel, so I watched CSI Miami. How does that work now? Wait a minute. 
How does okay. that work out at all? My dad just hated the Disney Channel, so he was like, "Let's it's go annoying. in. Let's go into older stuff." <laughs> and so he got. He liked CSI, so okay. I, I watched CSI Miami all the time, and I loved it. Every so, time he would like do one of his like you know catchphrases and stick the glasses. On, oh, it's like, so yeah. good! So David Caruso is your Mickey Mouse, is what you're telling me? Yes, that's oh what I'm God. telling you right that's now. That's sad. Bring you know what? From the age of like seven, I watched CSI Miami more than anything else. You know what though? I would love for him to solve your murder if you died at work, because it'd be like. She died in a dollar theater, and he'd be like, I guess she only paid half price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess, oh, I, guess it was, yeah. I guess it was 50 Cent Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. But no, I do love him in the cheese ball sense, but he's just so... I can't even explain it. Okay. It's, just, it's just kind of a nostalgic thing for me. Right. But like, whenever he got popular as like the meme or whatever, yeah. then oh, yeah. I was just like, yes, best thing ever. Aww. So there you go. Horatio Kane. All right. I'll admit it. That's kind of cute. Yeah, I know. I think it's awesome. This is this is one of the cutest podcasts we've had. Oh, All right, no, no, All right. No, no, no. it is it is my know. turn, and I am ready to talk about a very near and dear personal hero to me. And I I told people you could do uh, fictional people or real people, and I want to focus on a real person, and that is my favorite president, Theodore Roosevelt. He is genu- genuinely one of my heroes. Um, why? Because he he may have not been the greatest president, but his face is on Mount Rushmore. Um, and he was a man's man. Most experts agree he was the second um, most well-read president behind Thomas Jefferson. Uh, in that he just knew every kind of subject under the sun. Uh, he went to Harvard. Uh, but at the same time, while he was at Harvard, he was like the judo champion. And he once arrested three guys for stealing, I think, a horse from him and hauled him for three days by himself across the Montana backwoods to the sheriff. Um, He was once shot. uh, You know the cliche in a movie when somebody has a book in their pocket and they get shot and the book stops it? Mm. That actually happened to him. Okay, Somebody shot him right before he gave a speech and he had a 50-page speech wadded up in his coat pocket. And it stopped the bullet, but it still hit him and drew blood. So, like, he had blood covered. So he came out. This is awesome. This is the most awesome thing he may have ever done. He walked out and took out his paper, and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know whether or not you know, but I've been shot tonight. But it's going to take more than that to stop me from becoming your next president. Dude, that's oh, awesome. That was, How cool uh, is that? That was okay. in and goosebumps. He, he had the Rough Riders, which if you don't know that whole story, he uh, founded a militia. He may have been too much of a warmonger, but at least he was a man's man who, before he became president, went out and fought in battle nice. with a militia. Um, and he there's some great stories on him. And um, I, I just the more I learn about him, the more I'm just like, wow, he was – um, he was smarter than me, and uh, you know I'm from Texas, but you know I don't do a lot of hunting and fishing. But he knew all that too. He he documented uh, animals in the Amazon, um, you know, and he and he made his heroes transition too. In that he started out uh, as a racist, just straight up, mm. and as he grew to new, uh, became especially um, Native Americans. He became close friends with a lot of Native Americans and uh, former slaves. And just he decided – and it, it, towards the end of his life, he was like, I, I was wrong in my young life about um, uh, people who are different than me. He said a man should be judged on the quality of his character, not the color of his skin. Yeah. Uh, which you have to understand, he said that in like 1910. 
which was not a popular time to be saying things like that. Um, so that's why, I mean, genuinely, thank you, Ian, for mocking me this whole time. <laughs> I, I love Theodore Roosevelt. Dude, I love that. that Good was, stuff. That was, that was, really thank you. I always learned something. Yeah, that was, that was cool. I didn't know he got shot. That was pretty intense. That was kind of yeah. Oh, he was shot more than once. I'm pretty sure. I've never heard that. But it's just the fact that he gave the speech after. I know. Yeah. Oh, I I can tell you I can tell you stories all day about um, interesting stuff about him. But it's Ian's turn, Ian's so turn. I my turn to mock you. So ah, no problem. Do it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with a musician. I okay. just recently found. It's a shame. I just recently found him, but his name is Phil Wickham. Ah. And I just found his album Heaven and Earth, and. It was amazing. Yeah, and I looked up. I looked up who he was, and he uses Nords. <laughs> That's up on my list. <laughs> yeah, on your fat five. That's on my fat five. And he everything, everything he says in his songs in that album is like spot on. Mature. What I'm all about. So I just love this artist. Love this artist. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chris is doing a great job mocking me. Way to go! Right, I wasn't that mean. I'm, I'm done. I'm really I wasn't sorry. that mean. You've been properly mocked. Okay, go well. ahead. <laughs> I was just tra- I was just trying to like match your words, like what you were saying. I you were know, you were yeah. like doing other stuff. Right, way to go! <laughs> Creativity. Anyways, <laughs> Phil Wickham, go look him up. It's amazing. His music oh. and what he's trying to say is awesome. I love that. That mine's pretty short, and sweet. Good stuff. Luke can go. Cool. Um, well, the G Man from Half Life. Is pretty awesome. A hero? Yes, he's he's a bit of a hero. He's more of on the neutral like end, but he's he's there. You hope you know. he's a hero. Yeah, you you kind of do. That's what you want. But you know, he saved you. But so, yeah, you but know, in general, so many times he did. Yes, I don't get that. Remember at the end of Half Life Two when the whole thing was exploding? I thought he, the Vorts saved you. No, that was the G Man. Hmm. Your life is I need to go look that man. up. You need to go play Half Life Two again. I Why well, look that yeah. no, I remember exactly what you're talking I played, about. But I remember that. Yeah, I thought the Vorts saved you because at the beginning of the, at the episode end. two, it was him and the Vorts. Well, if the Vorts. I were think there. he works with the Vorts. Yeah, it's my mm-hmm. yeah. I've, I've I, always I seen him as a bad that. guy for some reason. Time, Doctor Freeman. I at the end of the I think he's the type of character actually that just knows so much more than you. That he has the appearance of either being good or bad, but he's trying to help you. It's just that you can't really understand it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. It's like yeah. when you were a little kid and your parents were punishing you. Yeah. <laughs> Why so are you doing this? It's not the worst way to put it. I know you yeah, love definitely. me. Yeah, but, but go ahead, you're Luke. doing it. Yeah, it is, so you're doing it's just it. pretty awesome. Yeah. Plus, it's fun to try and spot him in the game. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. my goodness. I play like, hide and go G Man. And his voice. His voice, <laughs> his voice is amazing, too. Funny. Can I nerd out for one second? Go ahead. Go There's uh, these people created a portal prelude. It's like backstory. Mm-hmm. So you can see Gladys being installed and the place being flooded. And they put G Man walking behind a corner, like constantly uh, in the game. And it's so awesome. annoying because you see him and you're like, oh! but. <laughs> And and those two stories are technically linked. I love yeah, it if are. we found they out are. he was like a janitor at Black Mason or something. Dude. That yes. is funny. No, seriously. Or, no, he, he, or was, he, were, he was like Cave Johnson's personal assistant. Oh, like, my God. Like, yeah. like got fired. Maybe he's a robot created by Cave Johnson. That'd be, oh, my God. What oh. if he's Cave Johnson's son? That'd what if he's Cave Johnson? Yes. Junior. What if he's Cave Johnson? Cave Johnson's dad. Or his dad, yeah. Yes, because he looks crazy. He looks old enough. All right. All right, moving on. Birdie, is your turn. Yay. Okay. Well, mine is a real person, and it's Patrick Stewart. Oh, um, nice. Good I choice. I just love his acting. He's super, like, Shakespearean and classic, and mm-hmm. 
Um, I grew up watching Star Trek Next Generation, nice. so he was kind of like my uncle because <laughs> I didn't have a lot of contact with my uncles. <laughs> I was like Uncle Patrick Stewart, and like he's Professor like Xavier and like all these cool things. Hi, Meredith was asleep. I had to wake her up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Not that I I, one thing I love Stewart. about him. Like you said, he's a Shakespearean trained actor, mm-hmm. but he's not above playing Professor X or you know exactly. doing some goofy comedy stuff. And and he he you can tell he loves people. Mm-hmm. I've heard he's super nice. We unfortunately did not get to meet him at Austin Comic Con. I know because he wasn't there because he's big important. He's probably flying from London and it probably. took too much time. Um, time he had to stop for tea. Like, <laughs> yeah, he had to stop. Had to stop in air for tea. Had to wax his head. But he, he's really funny if you've never seen him in an interview. But also, yeah. I mean, just his nerds, the man played John Luke Picard and Professor X. Yeah. So Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, so good. Awesome. Yeah. Let's be so. honest. Uh, Birdie, excellent choice. I like yep. Meredith, it is your turn. Go Get ahead. right up on that microphone. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stare up just at the, at the microphone. Okay. Now, this is one of the hardest decisions ever because I only got to choose three. And my favorite thing on the planet is, like, movies and books and all of that stuff. So picking three is disgustingly hard. So I went with Morgan Freeman. Oh, dang. Because if he could narrate my life, (laughs) that would make it, like, 97 times more epic. What if I I have strapped twice? I have a video to show you later all about Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. You it's ex- pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It would have right now do. if Morgan Freeman hadn't narrated He's giving me the, the best voice to Yeah, your birth. <laughs> I, I just really love... Oh, that's your hair. I thought I was playing the song. <laughs> Girl problems. Girl problems. <laughs> hashtag. I just burped. Stop. Oh, God. <laughs> My throat. <laughs> I'll be honest. I've been burping away from the mic this whole time. Good job. I haven't. I'm not professional anymore. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, Morgan Freeman, just because he's epic and everyone wants now, him to narrate. Now, I gotta ask. And his acting As weird too. as some of our choices have been, I've understood why someone is heroic to each one of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the hardest before you said Morgan Freeman was the G-man, but I understand why he's heroic to Luke yeah. at least. But <laughs> why is Morgan Freeman a hero yep. to you? Just because... Maybe you, maybe it's what life. he narrated life into existence. Uh, yeah, so well, I was, yeah. I was no, gonna say did. because he's our best president in movies. Yeah, that's true. He, he is, is our best president. He's best our best film president. So we have best film president, uh-huh. both best grumpy old man. Mm, because yeah. Yeah. I mean, they put him in and then just time. his and voice is epic. Sweet. His voice is epic. He narrates everything good. Yeah. Um. He always, I love his little soft side that comes out when, I'm sorry, okay, hi, Mike. What's up? It's okay. Um, I love how they always start him, Ian, if you don't stop, I will come over there. Um, I love how they always make him, like, this grumpy old guy, and then he gets soft towards, like, some person in the movie. It's usually the female or something, and he just becomes, like, super nice and super, like, fatherish and Yeah. I don't know, he's just my hero because of the roles he's been in and because he's, you know, B.A., yeah, and hey, hey, he's still acting at like almost seventy, I think. Yeah, no, the man's very old. He's, yeah. but yeah. he's still amazing. He hasn't lost it. Yeah. Dude, awesome. he and Patrick right. Stewart are friends. Dude, him and like Jack Which, Nicholson and like should... all them should oh. just form a club. Oh man, <laughs> and drink Earl Grey tea oh, and just the guy that's awesome. always the butler. Oh, um. Michael Michael Caine. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Caine. I've seen it. Like, Did you hear that he became a bad guy in a, another draft of the script? <gasps> he became Michael Bane. 
Nice. Oh, snap. Oh, That's right. God. I thought of that in the car the other day, and I kept just going, Michael Bain, I'm oh like, I've sworn to protect you, and I will break you. <laughs> and, I will break you. <laughs> and I haven't. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Um, it is my turn for my last, my third hero that I'm going to do. And I've already told you all. It is Captain America. Da, 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 da. Captain America may not even be my favorite superhero, but he is one of my all-time favorite heroes. Because when I think of the word heroic, it's someone to look up to, someone who is capable, and someone who pushes themselves beyond their boundaries. Luke has always complained about Captain America is just a really Druggy. skilled guy on steroids. With a who, shield. With a shield. To me, Captain America is a leader. And one of my favorite moments in the, the Avengers movie is when uh, Iron Man turns to Captain America and says, call it Cap. And Cap gives the orders of Hawkeye, get on the roof. You know, Iron Man, you do a six, uh, what, like a six block radius or whatever. Yeah. And then he that's just true. says Hulk smash. And that's Captain America's character to me, is he's the one that everybody trusts to give the orders. Um, and he's also the one everybody trusts. Um, yeah. He is, to me... The idea behind a king and queen in England now is they're supposed to be the best of the British Empire, right? Captain America is supposed to be the best of America, of the American ideal, which is not always perfect, obviously. I'm not a jingoist. Um, America has its faults for sure. But when Captain America is pushing himself at his best, he is a great character. Um, he is a great leader. And I mean, when he when he makes battle plans, when he fights, I just love it. Um, he can't shoot lasers out of his eyes. He doesn't have retractable claws. He can't even fly. Uh, but everybody respects him because of what he does with what he has. Yeah, like like in the um, scene in the movie, whenever they're like, yeah, "Why should we trust you?" and he just beats. Yeah, and he crap beats. Yeah, he, he seems like a normal guy, but he he is. Uh, I, I you could even say like humankind at their best, humanity at their best. Um, and you know, and I gotta admit, for me as as you know, Christian male nerd, when he drops the line, "There's only one God, ma'am," and yeah, he doesn't dress I like that. Yeah. I mean, I, talk about! I was just like, "Oh my God, I love you even more, Captain America." You know, and I used to think he was cornier, but after reading some of his darker comics and just understanding the character more, um, yeah. Captain America is my hero. Beautiful. He stole Plus, mine. he's just <laughs> super like likable. Like my yeah. favorite scene in the Captain America movie is when they're all running and they're like, "But you can't get that flag down." And then he like pulls it <laughs> oh, down. Oh yeah, by, like and you know. Yeah. And I was just like, I love that he's just like not your normal wit kind of like like right. Iron Man is witty, right? And like sarcastic and that kind of stuff. But he's just Cap is sincere. He's sincere. Yeah. yeah. Good way to he's put it. Real. I'm not gonna lie. The sincere. movies really took some of the cheese ball away from my look at uh, Captain America. Yeah. I thought he was just super cheesy and then he gained respect. I like him. Alright. Ian, Ian, it's your turn. It is, Thank in you. fact. And I have dang it, okay? Uh, I have dang two it, conflicting girl. comedian people in my mind oh, right now. Boy. Am I allowed to name both of them? Uh, you can name both of them, but you need to like focus. Just go ahead, hurry up, okay. make it quick. Olin Rogers does oh, the most amazing vlogs. Just okay. Olin Rogers is a YouTuber, and uh, he was once with a group called Balloon Shop, and they made the dorkiest, funniest videos I've ever seen. Just because 
I have a weird sense of humor, and they <laughs> have nailed it in the face. Um, uh, and and they broke up, but he still vlogs, and I think his stuff is just hilarious. Okay. And it make me laugh every single time He's with his extremely face. Extremely entertaining. Is he the stories. ghost in the stall? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh, I love him. Yeah. Now, yeah. and he's and I, genuine. And again, too. I have to ask, what's heroic about him to you? Oh, snap. oh man, just oh, okay. <laughs> no, listen. I have okay. He's a hero to me mm-hmm. because. Okay, this is going to sound stupid. He's what you aspire to be as a comedian. I was yes. going to say, yeah. he does so much of your, like, your facial expressions remind me of him. And like mm. the way you like talk mm. and you accentuate That's your words. Have you heard of this guy, Luke? Nope. I haven't. I don't nope. know That's partially He's, why. We're going to watch him later, guys. Um, um, and also, Freeman. one other thing. He has, uh, if you look up his personal blog that he types online, like... He has, like, some sad stuff. Like, he had to move away from, like, all of his buddies. And he has a video online where he's, like, talking about moving. And he starts crying in it. And it's the saddest thing I've ever seen. Because <laughs> he's the so happiest sad. human. And then his ears just flop down. Just starts weeping. It's so sad. Anyways. And then my other one was, uh... His name always slips me. Animator of Adventure Time. Oh, Pendleton Ward. Pendleton Ward. How can you forget that? It's as, I, almost I as British as I know. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Okay. Those are... <laughs> Pen- even though Pendleton Ward is American, Pendleton so. Ward and his his like co writer guy yeah. that writes all of his stuff, yeah, they will make me laugh. Slate. Everything awesome. like just their comedies right. up there. We're getting a little low on time, and you split two people. So Luke, let's move right to you. Cave Johnson. Cave Johnson. Oh, all right, because you take uh, Teddy Roosevelt, oh, uh-huh. and you move him up a few decades, and you've got Cave Johnson. I like it. Yes. I like it. And you know what? Cave Johnson, you learn so much about and get so much of his personality just out of hearing him talk. Yes. Just out and, of the recording. you have to give credit to J.K. Simmons, the actor who plays yeah. him, because J.K. Simmons does such a good job of selling you on this character and, and just with the consistency of the way he talks, how he gets angry at little stuff, yes. and how he just passes off the weirdest information with just oh the ease goodness. of reading his phone number. You know, it's yeah. just, it's astonishing. It's awesome. Yeah. He's like, and if your blood and, turns black during this test, yeah. don't worry. It's just now, a drug oh, we gave so you. Luke, I'm going to guess he's, or go ahead, you have something to say. Uh, no, no, you keep going. Okay, Luke, I'm going to guess he's heroic to you because of his breakthroughs in science. Yes. Yeah. Yes. science. He was a bold scientist, Dude, for sure. Combustible women's. Yeah. So innovative. Yep. Oh my and goodness. Luke has a combustible lemons t-shirt. I do. Yes, he does. What? He got it at Austin Comic Con. Okay, they actually they make a stuffy. Chris paid for it. They make a stuffy that has a, a voice of him, and you squeeze it, and it's a lemon, and he says quotes. That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. We need to get oh one of those. God. All right, Cave Johnson, an excellent pick, and Meredith. Yes. Can I just say I'm sad I didn't choose Hugh Laurie to be on my list. Who's that? Sure. How's that the guy who plays House. Oh. End of story. Okay. Oh, dude. All right. Go ahead, Birdie. Okay. So I'm trying really hard not to go like through my childhood list because uh-huh. I have a lot of like, oh, Luigi, Donatello, oh, like my all gosh. these, Donatello. all these little like characters have meant so much to me. So I'm gonna say um, uh, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy. Oh, he nice. is like. One stand-up guy and has a really One sad... One stand-up guy. He I almost chose Wreck-It Ralph. He goes really through, he goes through a, a lot. A lot. And you yeah. get so, like, like into Final Fantasy, especially when it, like, focuses on him. And it's just... He's, yeah. he's stand-up. Like um, nice. He's very heroic. <laughs> to, to close out our conversation, you know, Meredith was a little upset she didn't pick a character from a book. And the more I thought about it, I didn't go towards books either because of two things. 
all the really famous novel characters Aragorn. already out there. Aragorn. What? Aragorn. Um, Aragorn. Gone. Sorry. Um, well, and then, you know, oh. Aslan and Puddleglum oh, is one of my favorites. Um, it's because when you get into novels, especially adult novels, they're protagonists. They're not heroes. That's true. Protagonists are always flawed. A good lead character in a novel always, yeah. needs needs sturdy flaws. Um, heroes are are always more above that, in my opinion. Uh, so just to say, you know, I wanted to do some some fiction, even maybe Sherlock Holmes. Um, <gasps> you know, and and I thought about it, but at the same time, Sherlock Holmes is a jerk. Yeah. Uh, if you read yes. the original oh, books, he really is. Watson, yes. um, yeah, Watson's actually Watson's a good choice. My, I'm going to name um, my first son Watson, by the now, way, guys. Good cop, bad cop. I, and I want to end us uh, on this note. We did get um, a tweet from Murad, who's been on the show before, a community show, a friend of mine. And he had a, a great pick, I think, for a hero and why it's a, a hero of his. He picked Michelangelo from the Teenage Mutant <gasps> Ninja yes! Turtles as one of his heroes. And it's funny because Meredith showed up tonight in her Ninja Turtles hoodie. So maybe we'll, can we put a picture of Meredith in that on the Let's Twitter, on the, on the tweets? Um, Twitter webs. Tweets Twitter webs. Can we put it on utwitface.com? Oh. That's YouTube, <laughs> Twitter, and Facebook all No, together. don't go there. Don't go there. Oh, wait. Somebody really made that, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, don't go there. Yeah. I never thought of that. Uh, well, it was a joke from uh, Conan O'Brien, but I guess yeah, somebody it, made If it was from Conan O'Brien, it probably then, exists now. Then somebody made it into a weird it's, website. It's probably no. a shark site. Yeah. Oh. Okay, now, so no yeah, don't go Stay there. <laughs> just go to Twitter. Oh, oh, and, and definitely not where Twitter.com. Never go there. Never go there. If, wait, if you want to ruin your brain for no, life, then wait, never what? go there. Be careful. If if you're not sure about a loop, a website, Luke will know. If ask it's, your if parents it's, before going ask online. Your par- <laughs> See, I'm the one who bravely browsed the 4chan so the rest of the guys don't have to. <laughs> thank you, Luke. We, you're oh, a hero you're a to hero. all of us. Oh, thank you. If it wasn't for Luke, actually, this podcast would definitely not exist. It'd Luke just be Blair's me talking. Luke is my fifth hero. <laughs> <laughs> who was your fourth? Yeah. Paul <laughs> Disney slash Hugh Laurie. Oh, Wait a minute. Right. Right. I had a list of like eight, well, and I would just grab the first one that I looked at. So I, I just want to say to Mirad, good choice on Michelangelo because he said he's a strong character who, if he would try harder, would be even stronger. He's he's friendly and, and awesome to a fault, and who doesn't love pizza? Oh, so, my so I think I like that's the note we should close our hero discussion on pizza. is pizza. pizza. So everybody, <laughs> remember pizza, pizza Put time. Put it up and watch oh, no. the Olsen twin slow mo <laughs> do video. Don't do it. Don't do it. So that is episode twelve of the Created Listening podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Created Listen, and uh, we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you.
Thank you.